Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. As long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome, welcome to Think Hope Podcast, and I am your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I'm here to facilitate your journey of hope, and we are so excited about today's show or today's podcast because we have one of our very special uh, citizens of hope, none other than Miss Tommy Hill, who's in queue, and she'll be joining us in just a little bit. And she has a powerful story of hope that she's going to share with us and also about some of the things that she is doing in her life to bring hope to children. And, uh, and, so, and, and then also her motivation for being a citizen of hope. So we're just so excited about having Miss Tommy Hill. And uh, another thing that I did not know until she sent me her bio and that is the fact that she is a two-time breast cancer survivor, and uh, and that right there deserves a big round of applause. <laughs> yes, we thank God for that. Uh, it's it's no small task being a two-time breast breast cancer survivor, and it was it was really good timing for her to be with us in October because this happens to be Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and some facts that I want to point out. So it's going to be a a jam-packed show, and we're so excited once again for this Think Hope podcast. Uh, We just really believe that, that we all could use a little hope, and that's one of the things, this is one of the ways that we spread hope and we help others to become more hopeful is through the Think Hope podcast. And on the last show and the show before that, I mentioned how uh, I was designated by one of our local television stations here, the ABC affiliate, as a difference maker uh, for the month of October. And so I'm going to share a clip, an audio clip of that particular interview and then we're going to come back and I'll bring in Tommy Hill because she is indeed a difference maker. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because we are all, we can all be difference makers. And this, this whole message of hope is making a difference. So I'm going to play that and then we'll come back and, uh, and just begin bring Miss Tommy Hill into the conversation and continue to talk about hope and especially hope for those who are suffering from breast cancer. Maker Rosalind Tompkins is on a mission to fill people with hope. Welcome to Mothers in Crisis, Simone. Mothers in Crisis, letting you know that. 
This public service announcement aired into the late night hours in 1995. Juanita Thompson, at the time, was a young mother of two. She recalls watching PSAs like these while deep in her drug use. When I was using, I had crack in one hand and alcohol in another, but I seen a commercial TV. Remember, and as long as there's breath in your body, there's hope. I said, I got to find her. You know, one day, but I was still in my youth at that time. Like the baby crying in that PSA, Thompson's daughter, Portia, witnessed her mother struggle with drug addiction and alcoholism for 20 years. She was, you know, living a double life. She was going to work. She was, you know... You know, then she'll even do what she was doing, but she always was there. So Juanita Thompson sought out the woman who welcomed a mother like herself with open arms in that PSA, Rosalind Tompkins. First we came to Turning Point United Church and everything, so we connected there. I was just led right there and I was looking for her. <laughs> Juanita Thompson started attending the Mothers in Crisis Support Group, a grassroots organization started by Rosalind Tompkins four years into her own recovery. I was addicted to uh, drugs and alcohol for 12 years. I uh, started using uh, marijuana at the age of 12 and it progressed to uh, powder cocaine. Tompkins says Mothers in Crisis began as a way to give women the tools they need to stay clean and sober through counseling and education. We've implemented a lot of programs here uh, in Tallahassee and surrounding areas. Last check, Tompkins says Mothers in Crisis has helped more than 10,000 families. And she says that number keeps growing worldwide. Different, different women in, in the Congo, in Africa, to Turkey, on the Syrian border. We've been, you know, Haiti, just different places, South Africa, spreading this message of hope. She says being in the trenches prepared her to become a hopeologist. Rosalind says through public advocacy and support groups, like this one called Losing Weight and Loving Life, she and others are able to spread the message of hope through various community activities and seminars. Once a month, Rosalind Tompkins and her hope... ...squad go out to places like Cascades Park and ask people to fill out this survey. It asks, what is hope? What brings you hope? What takes away your hope? And what does hope feel like? Once we find out where the gaps are and what, what people are thinking about hope, then we can look at what can we do to bring more hope into the schools, into the communities, and help people to move forward in hope and not in, in despair. Next April, we'll be able to release the information that we've been able to collect, the data we've been able to collect. And then hopefully, we'll be able to implement some initiatives to make a difference because the hope is not only just hope, but it's also help. A difference she says anyone has the ability to make. I've been through hell and, and coming out on the other side and, and being able to uh, do the work uh, that I was able to do and we've done through Mothers in Crisis for the decades of helping the families. I didn't go through what I went through for nothing. You know, it's all about purpose. And that's why Rosalind Tompkins is October's Difference Maker. Every Friday has been recognized in Lehigh County as Hope Universe Day, a day to spread hope to your family and community. And April, every year, is observed as the National Month of Hope. Do you know a difference, Nate? Wow, that was a clip, and that was actually the audio of the interview that, uh, that they did 
uh, WTXL and the uh, reporter Christian Strouder. And uh, they did, they have the Difference Maker segment that they air uh, once a month. Every month they choose a dif- dif- someone that's making a difference in the community. And I was nominated by some of the viewers uh, to be a Difference Maker for the month of October. And that was the clip that we just heard. And it was so powerful because it's just really the message that I was sharing is that anybody can make a difference, just like our dear sister, Tommy Hill, who we'll be bringing on. She's in queue and we'll be bringing on in just a moment. And uh, if any one of you would like to join the conversation, you know what to do. Just press one, you'll raise your hand and, and we'll be able to, to bring you in. But what I really liked uh, about this Difference Maker interview was that we were able to get the message of hope out there. The, the message of every Friday is Hope Universe Day, the message of April as the National Month of Hope. And as I was researching for today's show and I was looking at uh, this breast cancer awareness, because this is October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I thought about it. I say, now, when did that start? And we didn't always celebrate breast cancer awareness because everything has to start somewhere. Well, it actually started, it was founded in, in 1985 in October as a partnership between the American Cancer Society and the Pharmaceutical Division of Imperial Chemicals Industries that's now a part of AstraZeneca producer of several anti-breast cancer drugs. And the aim of the National Breast Cancer Awareness Month from the start has been to promote mammography uh, as the most effective weapon in fight against breast cancer. So in in any event, it, it only started 33 years ago. So it's been 33 years. So now everywhere we go, we know when we see that pink and we see those ribbons and, and all of that, we understand, wow, the, that's, that's because it's, uh, it's, it's breast cancer uh, month. But it wasn't always that way. And so when I think about it, I say, wow, we, we, we're just getting started here. You know, we just celebrated our first ever National Month of Hope in April. And so come April 2019 will be the second year of that. But it's, that's how you make a difference, just one step at a time. So I'm going to bring... Uh, Miss Tommy Hill into the conversation. Hello, Tommy, are you there? Hi, I'm here. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Uh, I want to just share a little of your bio because I, I, I felt it was very, uh, very powerful, very succinct, and very powerful. Uh, Tommy Hill was born in Tallahassee, Florida, and that's where we are, the capital of Florida. And she is a single mother of one son, Kenan, or is that, is that Kenan? Uh, how do you pronounce it? It's son's pronounced name? Uh, Kenyon. Kenyon. Okay. I wanted to make Kenyon. sure. Kenyon Martin. <laughs> uh, she attended James S. Richards, Rickards High School and Florida A&M University in Tallahassee. And Ms. Hill is currently residing in Scambia County in Pensacola, Florida. And that's where I'm from. Although I've been here, I think I've been here more than I than I was in Pensacola, um, and she has lived there for the past 15 years. Her career background consists of 30 years in radio broadcasting in the Tallahassee and Pensacola, Florida markets. And although she loved and enjoyed her years in broadcasting, she is currently self-employed 
as an independent beauty consultant with Mary Kay Cosmetics. So I definitely want to get with you after the show about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, She's also a very proud member of a wonderful organization, Truth for Youth Incorporated, where she has served faithfully for 15 years while in Pensacola, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And she says she is a proud citizen of hope with Mothers in Crisis in Tallahassee, Florida. And so we're proud to have you. And in addition, and significantly, Ms. Tommy Hill is a two-time breast cancer survivor. So we just want to thank God for you once again and just, just welcome you, welcome you, welcome you to the Think Hope podcast. Well, thank you, Dr. Thompson, for a wonderful introduction. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you are certainly <laughs> deserving of it. And and I just wanna I wanna get started with uh with, you know, just finding out a little bit more about your motivation for becoming a citizen of hope and and uh you know, the whole role that hope plays in, in your life, both personally as well as professionally. Okay, well, personally, I'm a very hopeful, hopeful person, and I, and I really do love what you do in the Tallahassee area, not only with Mothers in Crisis, because um, I've known about you in years, years ago when I lived in <laughs> Tallahassee. I was a part of that, and that mm-hmm. has always stuck with me. And then now that I'm in Pensacola, like I say, I, I really do enjoy the different things that I see that you're doing still in Pensacola with the Citizens of Hope, and I, I'm truly honored to, to be a part of that as well. Whatever well, I can you. do to to help someone, you know, I've gone through, you know, some things in life, but, hey, we're all here to be so wherever mm-hmm. I can serve in whatever capacity, that's where I want to be. Yes, and you're doing a, you're doing a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> job at it, and we, we certainly appreciate your support. And that's one of the things and one of the reasons why I like to bring on the Citizens of Hope because I know we have, you know, we have people from every walk of life. We have the mm-hmm. doctors, you know, we've had the geophysicists, Dr. Edith who came right. on and Dr. BJ. And but it's, it's not just about the, you know, the doctors, you know, it's about anybody. It's about the doctors as well as just whoever wants to be a part of this hope campaign and those that, but one thing in common about all of our hope universe citizens is the fact that they are difference makers. That's one of the reasons why I played that little Mm -hmm. clip because they, their heart is in that place to say, you know what? I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of doing something that's going to bring hope to someone else. So, um, Mm -hmm. so, so do you mind us talking a little bit about, you know, when you you shared this about being a two-time <laughs> breast cancer survivor, I was shocked. Oh, I was wow. shocked, and I just want to say congratulations <laughs> and thank God. But but do you yes. mind just sharing a little bit about it since this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month? No, I don't. Um, actually, I'm, I'm very proud of, of that um, because I've always, you know, over the years as I was growing up, people were talking about breast cancer and, you know, different mm-hmm. types of cancers and things. But I was like, you know, I've never, I've never been a drinker. I've never smoked a day in my life. And mm-hmm. when I was in the shower one night, just basically taking a shower, and I just kind of like, you know, rubbed down and I felt this lump on the right side of my breast. And I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. what is that? 
And so I kind of mm-hmm. did my own little self-examination. And then yes. the next morning I called the doctor because like a couple of weeks before I had gone, well, actually about a month ago, I think, and had had a mammogram done. Well, mm-hmm. the mammogram did not catch it. Wow. And so when I, yeah, and so that was kind of like, you know, kind of eerie. But, you know, mm-hmm. I've always tried to do what I need to do. So I, I went on. I called the next morning my doctor and made an appointment, and I went in, and come behold, uh, it was breast cancer after they went through a series of tests and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. the first round, you know, I went through um, the chemo, the radiation, all that good stuff. I, I lost all of my hair. I was a cute, mm-hmm. bald-headed female, but, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't. I really wasn't worried about that. Because yes. my thing was that, you know, as long as God continued to give me life, you know, hair mm-hmm. does not make who I am. And That's if my right. story can help somebody else, I really didn't care what my hair looked like, you know, because I was Praise still breathing. <laughs> so yes. that yes. was exciting yes. to me. So I went through that. I dealt with the chemo, radiation, and all that stuff. And, you know, God brought me through that. And then mm-hmm. I think around 2004, after I moved to Pensacola, then I was diagnosed again. Mm. So I went through some of those, the same stuff, chemo, radiation. You know, it's a very hard thing to go through, especially mm-hmm. the, the, chemo, the chemotherapy. And um, yeah. it's one of those things, if you've never experienced it, it, it can be very challenging. But even mm-hmm. in spite of that, I really felt like, okay, God, you brought me through it the first time. You never brought me this far to let me go. So I am yes. a faith walker. So I'm going to yes. always believe and trust in his word. And I was able to come through it the second time again. So I've been cancer-free now for the last, uh, let's see, uh, 12 years. Wow. Wow. Praise God. So I am, yes. Um, yes. I, I'm, very, I'm very blessed. Yes, you yes. are. But because I was looking at that some of these st- st- uh, statistics, and uh, mm-hmm. and I, I I was surprised that one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in a lifetime, and mm-hmm. and here you went through it twice, and you were able yes. to overcome both times. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they caught them early, so that was the yes. that was the key. Yes. Yes, that's what I see, that they talk about it, that it, it's really very important. That's what this whole month is, awareness is about, mm-hmm, to uh, mm-hmm. just tell women to do those self-exams. Because yes, it was interesting that you said that even after you had the mammogram, they didn't mm-hmm. catch it. It wow. did not catch it. And I was wow. I was amazed. I was like, really? And I was like, really, like, kind of dumbfounded. When, when I first went to the doctor, but when I felt that lump on my right breast, I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. what is this? And um, so yes. I went through everything, and that's what it was. And at first I couldn't believe it, but then I was like, God, you know what? Why not me? I am no better than anybody else. Because you know how some people will always mm-hmm. you know, want to yes. question God, yes. why me, why me? I've never been one of those kind of people. I'm like, wow. why not me? Because wow. whatever I'm a firm believer in, quitting is never an option for me. I don't care what That's it right. is in life that I have to endure. Quitting is never an option. Yes, yes, yes. And that's a, that's a good. So, 
Amen. Amen. So so now I see uh, why you're such a powerful citizen of hope and why it was such a fit for you, because you you embody this message of hope uh, just and mm-hmm. having uh, survived and, and continuing. You said it's been 12 years now. Yes, it's been 12 years and I've been really great. And, you know, I've had some other challenges in life, but it wasn't the breast cancer. So my thing is right. whatever I can do to help someone else, because I know sometimes when people go through different illness or whatever, they may have the tendency to get depressed or feel mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, you know, God, I don't know why this is happening to me. But what mm-hmm. I've learned in life is what doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Yes, It yes, definitely yes. makes you stronger. And then my thing is that some people like to talk about it, some people don't. But as long as I'm here and if I can say, uh, have an encouraging word to help some mm-hmm. other woman, sometimes there'll be guys that may have go through, you know, the cancer situations or whatever. So if mm-hmm. whatever I'm here, I'm here that I can do to help someone, mm-hmm. that's why I'm here. And I, and I know that's one right. of the reasons why God is keeping me here. If I have a purpose. Yes, 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 absolutely. So it's, I'm it's really all about excited purpose. about that. Yes, it's all about purpose. Wow. Well, um, just a few more statistics here. Uh, as you were talking, it came to mind that, uh, that yes, some men are now, you know, we have some men that are diagnosed uh, with mm-hmm. breast cancer, but it's, it continues to be most commonly in, in women. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. and it's the second leading cause of, of death. Uh, it's the second mm-hmm. leading cause of cancer death among women each yes. year. It's estimated at over 252, 710,000 women in the United States will be diagnosed with cancer and more than 40,500 will die. And then it says, Mm. although breast cancer in men is rare, an estimated 2,470 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer and approximately Mm -hmm. 460 will die each year. So wow. uh, that's a but, staggering but, number. Yes. yes, because I always say when we talk about these numbers, we're not just talking numbers. We're talking these are people. These are souls. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. just, just as yourself, a real person. And I just I just thank God that you're willing to talk about it. And this is a way to get the awareness out there. And and this mm-hmm. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is so powerful because that's exactly what we're doing with the message of hope. We want to mm-hmm. get this message of hope out there, and it's an awareness campaign because, mm-hmm. and, and that's why it is it is so interconnected with this breast cancer awareness because on their uh, on their materials and their branding, you often see the word hope, and the reason why is because of this particular statistic that I want to share now: over three point three million breast cancer survivors are alive in the United States today. Wow. Awesome. 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 Now, now that's hope. That's hope. Yes, that's a lot of hope. Yes, it is. <laughs> as long yes. as we have life, we have hope. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. As long as there's breath in your body, there's hope. And, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was thinking about our show tonight and bringing you on, I was so excited and I thought about a poem that I wrote entitled Grab the Wind because I liken grabbing the wind 
to uh, overcoming difficult things, difficult situations, whether it's drug and alcohol addiction or, mm-hmm. you know, like you say, a survivor of breast cancer um, or just many other issues when we can overcome. It's like grabbing the wind. So I want to take yeah. our first break and just play this poem that entitled, it was actually one of my first uh, award-winning poems entitled Grab the Wind. Okay. Proverbs 30, verse 4. Who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Grab the wind. I grabbed the wind in the palm of my hand. I made a fist and held it real tight. I kept it that way for most of the night. Curiosity got the best of me, and I decided to take a peek and see what the wind looked like as it sat in my hand. I opened my hand very slowly, one finger at a time, I looked for the wind, but the wind I couldn't find. For as I opened my hand, the wind fled whoosh to the sky. It left my grasp in the blink of an eye. I didn't mind, you see, because I came to understand that not many people can honestly say I held the wind in the palm of my hand. The power that I felt for that brief moment made me cry to think that I, a mere mortal, could grab the wind. Yes, and that's exactly, that's exactly what we're able to do by the grace of God and by the power of hope, we are able to grab the wind and not allow hopeless situations to keep us down. So what I want to do now is I'm going to begin to bring in some of the Hope Squad members uh, who who are listening, and I see their hand raised, so they want to come in and, and, and join us in the conversation. And then after we hear from a few of our Hope Squad members, uh, we're going to hear a hope survey that I did with uh, a young lady by the name of Diana who shared as we go out and we just talking to random people and uh, she came and she shared her thoughts about hope uh, from the hope survey. And then after hearing from Diana, I'm going to have you to answer those four questions uh, about hope, if you don't mind. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, the first person I'm going to bring in is a friend of yours who actually told you about our citizen of hope and uh, becoming a citizen of hope. And those of you that like to find out more information about how you too can become a citizen of hope, please just go to makeahopeconnection.com and click on the link that says how to become a citizen of hope universe. And it has all the information, but I'm talking about none other than Nettie Palmore. So Nettie, are you there? Yes. How are you, Dr. Tompkins? (laughs) I'm doing very well. 
Doing very well. <laughs> Welcome to Think Hope Podcast and uh, with your dear friend, uh, Miss Tommy Hill is with us. Yes. Thank you for um, having this wonderful show tonight. And uh, congratulations, Miss Tommy, um, breast cancer survivor. Thank God for your journey and thank God for just knowing you as a friend and for joining in with this campaign of hope as you're, you know, still celebrating your journey of hope. Well, thank you so much, my dear sister. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate for you once again, uh, giving me all the other information that I needed to become a hope citizens member. Yes. And it's just so great. Um, Dr. Tompkins, as you shared, I I never knew how Breast Cancer Month came about. And as I Mm -hmm. think about how Breast Cancer Month came about and how our campaign with Hope, uh, Spreading Mm -hmm. Hope, um, our network, I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this thing is going somewhere and people are catching on to the, the message of hope and I'm just honored to be a part of hope and to spread hope and, and I pray I could reach out to many more citizens like Tommy and so mm-hmm. many more that are out there and that need to get this message, um, Dr. Tompkins, that you're spreading and last but not least I just wanna say I love that poem, Grab the Wind. That's one of my favorites. I have to <laughs> because when you when you first shared that poem and you wrote it about being a mere mortal, just hold, grabbing the wind and then thinking about how the Lord is using you as that hope is just spreading hope around the world. It's just awesome. Well, thank you, Nettie. I certainly appreciate it. And I certainly appreciate all your support and you being a dealer in hope and one of our Hope Squad members. So <laughs> thank you so much for uh, just sharing tonight. Okay, and thank you again, Tommy. (laughs) Thank you, sweetheart. You have a wonderful evening. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, before we bring in another Hope Squad member, I want us to talk about this organization, this wonderful organization that you're a part of, Truth For Youth Incorporated, because that is certainly an organization that's spreading hope. Anytime we can work with our young people and help them to get on the right track and stay on the right track, it's it's spreading hope. So why don't you just share a little bit about that? <laughs> okay. Uh, Truth for Youth is a nonprofit organization here in Pensacola. It is It has been in existence for 25 years. We just celebrated uh, Reverend John Powell Sr., who's the CEO and founder of Truth for Youth. We just celebrated mm-hmm. his uh, 25th year in wow. uh, April of this year. Oh, wow, that's awesome. (laughs) For 25 years, he has been doing wonderful things, not only here in the... Yes, that deserves Not only, (laughs) Yes, yes, but not only here in the Pensacola areas, we expand out into like the Flomington Century area. We go down into, um, what is it, Milton? Yes. So what, what our organization is all about, we help as many low-income, at-risk kids, not only just their kids. 
we help the parents as well. Mm. We also do things in the community for our senior citizens. So sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, the citizens get lost in the, in the, in the, in the, in the act of different things. So we try mm-hmm. to always keep them, you know, a part of everything that we do. And uh, Reverend Powell is just an awesome guy. Um, when I first moved to Pensacola in 2003, I met him at the radio station where I was working, and he invited me to come out and be a part of the of his mm-hmm. organization that next month in October. So I went out this coming October. As a matter of fact, Halloween will be 15 years that I've been a part of his organization, and I've been a board wow. member for the last uh, 13 years. Wow, wow. <laughs> yes. Congratulations on that. That is powerful. Well, thank you. And so we definitely, we want to uh, look at ways that we can bring the, uh, the HOPE campaign to, that, to your uh, area for the Truth mm-hmm. uh, for Youth program and, and maybe, you know, spread a little hope with your, with your, um, your, with your, the children as, as well as the parents, as you say, because mm-hmm. everybody needs right. hope. Yeah. So we'll yes. look at ways yes. to do that, especially in April. As you being a okay. citizen of hope, then you can let us know what you think would, would, would work and what we can do to continue to just spread this message of hope with our young people. Okay, because we're actually trying to work on a couple of things to start bringing some stuff to the Tallahassee area as well. Oh, yeah. Um, our, yes. Our calendar, yes, our calendar normally starts January 1, and we go down all the way to the end of December. So we're doing stuff all year long. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Well, good, good. So we'll definitely uh, keep you posted, everyone, uh, on that because we definitely, that's one of the areas and that's one of our target populations, and that is our youth because our youth are our future. So yes. as we're continuing to, to talk about this, this is so wonderful about this being October Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I wanted to share a couple more statistics, and then we'll, hear, we'll bring in another Citizen of Hope uh, uh, to talk or Hope Squad member. Um, but many people wonder what causes breast cancer. And, and, and they ask the question, like you said, you didn't have pity. You had power, Tommy. And I, that's mm-hmm. a quote that, that one of our uh, Hope Squad members uh, carries on her, her email signature is mm-hmm. always, you can't have pity and power. And I like that. I believe Joyce Meyer said that uh, because you yes, didn't have pity. Yes. You, you didn't ask why. You asked what. And that's always mm-hmm. the, best, the best, answer, best question to ask. But anyway, how does it happen? When you're told that you have breast cancer, it's natural to wonder what may have caused the disease, but no one knows the exact causes of breast cancer. Doctors seldom know why women develop breast cancer and another doesn't, or why one woman does Mm -hmm. and another doesn't. And most women who have breast cancer will never be able to pinpoint an exact cause. What we do know is that breast cancer is always caused by damage to a cell's DNA. But let me tell you what does not cause breast cancer. Caffeine, deodorant, microwaves, <laughs> cell phones, or contact with someone who has cancer. So just know that. That's right. But there are risk factors, and that's why it's important for you to find out some of the risk factors just to see if it's something uh, one of the risk factors may be a part of 
of your of your life or your uh, coming up on your lifestyle, maybe because age is a is a risk factor when you reach mm-hmm. a certain age and go through menopause. But uh, certain risk factors are more likely than others to develop breast cancer. Uh, a risk Correct. factor is something that may increase the chance of getting disease. Okay. Some of the risk factors, such as drinking alcohol, okay, hear me, drinking alcohol is a risk factor, but it can be avoided Mm -hmm. because you cannot drink. But most risk factors, such as having a family history of breast cancer, can't be avoided. Having a risk factor does not mean that a woman will get breast cancer, and many women who have uh, risk factors don't develop breast cancer. So, uh, as we talked about, it's about detecting it earlier mm-hmm. and uh, and having the mammography, but knowing that, you know, with the mammogram, you know, you still need to do your self-examination. Um, and uh, women the age 40 to 45 uh, who are at, at average risk of breast cancer should have the mammogram at least once a year. I've taken mine this year, and thank God. Every year I just give oh, God glory. Yeah that uh that it comes back negative and uh women at high risk okay then they start saying if you're high risk you should start taking it uh uh at age 30 so anyway go out there it's all this information is online and you can talk with your physician or your healthcare provider whoever you need to talk to and just make sure that you're doing what you need to do uh so that you can know what's going on in your bodies ladies and men mm-hmm. Because this exactly. is a real, real thing. So now I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and bring in Juanita. Now we heard Juanita on the Difference Makers, uh, uh, meet, the Difference Makers audio of that interview. And uh, Juanita, are you there? Yes, hello, Doctor Tompkins. Hello, how are you? Good. Okay. Go ahead. I was saying, welcome, Miss Tommy Hill, also being a breast cancer survivor. Well, thank you so much, dear. How are you this evening? Doing good. Okay. So what what are your thoughts about tonight's show? It's very knowledgeable to know about the um, breast cancer. Us women have to take our exams, you know, faithfully and everything. And the main thing um, is to hold on to hope, no matter what the outcome may be, there there is hope. Mhm. Mhm. That's true. And and hope is like a it's like a helium in your balloon of faith. It'll lift you higher. I had a mm-hmm. uh, a very dear uh, life coach uh, client who was diagnosed, and uh, and I was so I was there with her. She's a very private person. She's one that doesn't, you know, she's not sharing or didn't want to share. And she, so she doesn't, you know, everybody deals with it in different ways. But I had the opportunity to go with it, to go through it with her and to see her strength through it all when she had to take the chemo and she uh, took the treatments and she lost the hair and, and, but she kept hope and she kept faith mm-hmm. and, and now she is, uh, she's doing well, she's cancer-free. And so you're absolutely right, Juanita and uh, Tommy, that, that, that hope, hope just makes all the difference in the world because if you just give up, then it's just almost like you give up, then you dry up. But if you keep yeah, hope, that's so true. you mm-hmm. go up. 
Thank you so much for your for sharing tonight with us, Juanita. All right, thank you, Dr. Thompson. Okay. And we certainly, last but not least, let's go ahead and hear from, uh, let's see, Millie Poulos, who is with us. Hey, Mill, how are you? Good evening, Dr. Tompkins. How are you? I'm doing well. So what about Tommy's story? Isn't it powerful? Oh, it is absolutely powerful, encouraging, impactful. Um, I appreciate you, Dr. Tompkins, having her as a guest, and welcome, Miss um, Hill, as being a citizen of hope, of Hope Universe. Thank you so um, much. Your story is needed to be heard, especially with your hope and saying what and not having a pity party and going forth. I was invited mm-hmm. earlier, Dr. Tompkins, to a um, a hope, I mean, breast cancer a thing that they have on FAMU. Uh-huh. And when I was invited by Dr. Ali, I said, Oh, no, I I have a meeting I have to attend. So she smiled because she knows when I say something, I mean it. And I was thinking I couldn't wait to get on this thing called podcast. And then when you told me she had breast cancer, wow, how appropriate to spread this message of hope. Most appreciative of you, Dr. Tompkins and Ms. Hill. God be the glory. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Thanks a lot, and and we certainly appreciate it. And you are participating in breast cancer awareness, just not at that particular place, at another place. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Have a good evening. Uh, let's see here. We are we are almost out of time. It's amazing how fast these uh, these particular shows go. Uh, And I wanted to share just a little bit from the uh, dear sister Diana as she. Uh, participated in the Hope Survey, and then when we come back, we'll just we'll just go right into letting you have your last words about what you think about Hope. Okay, Tommy. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Diana, for agreeing to have your answers to Mothers and Crisis Survey of Hope on video, so that we can share hope all across the nation and around the world. And one of the ways we're doing that is through our Mothers and Crisis Survey of Hope. So as I ask you these questions, just in your own words, just give, you know, give your answers from your heart. Okay. The first question is, what is hope? Um, I think hope is thinking that something good is going to happen and believing that in your heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, what brings you hope or makes you hopeful? Um, mostly my family, my loved ones, people that hurt me. Okay. Okay. Now, what are some things that zap your hope or make you feel hopeless? Um, like failure, um, not succeeding in something that I would maybe once hopeful about. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, think about the last time you felt hopeful. How was it, and are you hopeful now? What is the experience? Um, I felt very excited, and I guess more likely to take on new things and adventure because I knew in my heart that hope that things were going to turn out okay and be good and um, I feel like I'm currently hopeful like things are going good for me and I hope that I have that mindset hope that I have that mindset that yeah. even when I do get put down I can bring that hope back up and it's a constant yeah yeah well thank you thank you very much and uh... All right. okay well first of all all right all right so 
Let me just ask you this question, Tommy, as we wrap up tonight. In your own words, tell us, what is hope? Hope for me is, it's a thing that's contagious. Because as long as I am hopeful, I can do I can do whatever I can to help the world, but I realized I cannot help the world until I had to help myself. Mm-hmm. And with that hope, and as long as uh, the Lord allowed me to wake up each and every day to see a day that I've never seen before, I'm encouraged that I can give someone else uh, the encouragement or I can empower someone else to help them along the way. Wow. Wow. Well, on that note, I think that is a great place for us to end. And by you being a citizen of hope, the good news is this is your first time, but it's certainly not your last time of the citizens of hope. That's one of the privileges of being a citizen of hope. And that is coming on our Think Hope podcast and just sharing. So we're definitely going to have you back. And I just want to say to everyone that's listening, Tonight, may God bless you, continue to think hope, and we'll see you next time on Think Hope Podcast. Thank you, Dr. Tompkins. Have a good night. You too. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any wear with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus